Retropod is sponsored by T. Rowe Price. Are you looking to learn a thing or two about getting your finances in order, saving, and investing? Check out The Confident Wallet, a personal finance podcast series by T. Rowe Price and the Washington Post Brand Studio. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, history lovers. I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. When Nancy Grace Roman died last month at age 93, she was remembered as one of the great astronomers of her generation, or of any generation. Of course, before she could accomplish anything, she had to overcome a world in which women were supposed to look up at the stars for enjoyment, not science. In high school, when she wanted to take not one but two algebra courses, a teacher demanded to know what lady would take mathematics instead of Latin. In college, a professor tried to dissuade women from majoring in physics. Even after receiving a doctorate in astronomy, Roman thought that a female professor in the field had little hope of obtaining tenure. So she applied for a job at NASA, and she got it. Have you ever heard of the Hubble telescope? Well, she helped launch that thing. Roman was born in Nashville, but grew up in Baltimore. Her father was a geophysicist with the U.S. Geological Survey. Her mother was a former music teacher and a nature enthusiast who often took her daughter outside at night to view the stars. Roman was constantly outside looking up. She founded an astronomy club at age 11. After high school, she went to Swarthmore College, then earned her PhD in astronomy at the University of Chicago. Joining NASA in the late 1950s, Roman was among the space agency's earliest employees. When she arrived, she felt compelled to use the honorific doctor abbreviation before her name. She said otherwise she could not get past the secretaries. Roman spent much of her career helping develop, fund, and promote technology that would let scientists see more clearly beyond Earth's atmosphere. NASA credited Roman with leading what it described as the agency's first successful astronomical mission, the Orbiting Solar Observatory 1, which launched in 1962 to measure the electromagnetic radiation of the sun, among other things. She also coordinated the successful launches of satellites used for measuring and mapping Earth. But where Roman really left her mark was on the Hubble Project, the first major telescope to be sent into space to gather photographs of the universe and send back reams and reams of data. Hubble is widely considered to have yielded the most significant astronomical observations since Galileo began using a telescope in the early 1600s. This wasn't easy, obviously. The design and launch of Hubble was fraught by scientific, financial, and bureaucratic difficulties that Roman worked tirelessly to resolve. In lobbying for more and more money to finish, Roman argued that every American, for the cost of one ticket to the movies, could be assured of years and years of scientific discoveries. Space historian Robert Zimmerman said it was Roman, more than anyone, who convinced the astronomical community to get behind 
space astronomy. Three, two, one, and liftoff of the Space Shuttle Discovery with the Hubble Space Telescope, our window on the universe. The Hubble took so long to complete that by the time it launched in 1990, Roman was already retired. But she remained, like so many Americans, fascinated by its photographs of the cosmos. And when NASA made a big announcement in 1994 about some repairs that improved photo quality, Roman showed up, listening quietly in the audience while knitting. In 2017, a year before she died, Lego released a set of figurines honoring four pioneering women of NASA. Sally Ride, the first American woman to travel in space. Mae Jameson, the first African-American woman in space. Margaret Hamilton, a computer programmer who created the software necessary for the Apollo missions. And Roman, Dr. Nancy Grace Roman. I am glad, she once told Science Magazine, that I ignored the many people who told me that I could not be an astronomer. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. This episode was adapted from a story written by Emily Langer for The Washington Post. For more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod. This winter, join The Washington Post in its fight against hunger, homelessness, and poverty with a contribution to Post Helping Hand. To learn more and donate, visit PostHelpingHand.com.